Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of What You Got Baking Over There, a brand new podcast. I mean, I don't think that's new, but, you know, because we're, like, in the middle of the season. But I'm excited because the guest that I have today, we've already interviewed before, and I got to remember to do this. My name is Malik Benz, because the last few episodes, I have not introduced myself, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so I have, like, a mental note that I, I need to introduce myself. So I'm Malik Benz. Hello. How you doing? And today's guest, we have one of, like, one of my favorite people on the internet that I like to watch and see. Um, he is, don't be offended when I say it, but he's young, younger than me, y'all. Um, I'm 24, but you know, he's still younger than me. But I'm like inspired by his craft, his creativity, especially at the age that he is in. And he's killing the game and busy, okay? He makes wonderful cakes. He was on Food Network. He was on another show I know. I just can't remember, but we're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> all the way in California, please help me welcome Matt. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I mean, thank you for, it's thank you for saying yes. Yes, what it's an honor. I, I, I have to be a part of something this great, you know? So let's do it. Let's get into it. You know what's it. so crazy? I'm sitting right here and I just see my cookbook sitting in the back. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. And now, you know what? If you look back at my Instagram, I can tell you one thing. It's been there since I've gotten it. If I ever want to want something sweet, if you look back at old pictures or old reels, you'll see it back there because sometimes. You know, you just want to try new things. And my stuff primarily is like a lot of cakes and cupcakes and cake pops. But if I want something different, you know, you just hop into the book and get into it. That so is amazing. And then I'm not going to lie. I took a look to the left and I thought they were style cooking containers. But now I realize they sat in ice fondant. My bad. See, I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I should have put that away. <laughs> no, it's fine. It looked like sour cream. I was like, what is he doing with that sour cream? And I'm like, right. oh, wait, that's not sour cream. That's fine. That's I was fine. working on a cake uh, a few days ago and I just, I have like my cabinet of and just I got to reorganize right now because everything's just all piled together. This is chaotic. See, look, this is what I tell y'all. What you got big enough I'm nosy in real life. So you see me looking all in the background. I don't usually okay. do that, but I had to. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> but before we get started, how have you been? Like, how is California? You just said to me that it's 60 degrees over there and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah so i mean i've been great it's things have been steady i've been um trying to i've been trying to do more videos more reels trying to be more on tiktok and all these things um it's just a matter of finding the time i'm sure you can relate to that yeah. um we just are busy all the time with orders and then content stuff so like content cakes and you know cookies that you do mm -hmm. um so you know it's been really good it's been steady and um, i've just been busy and then california is great i mean the weather it's tricky you know, like the past two days, it was like 80, 90 degrees. And today it's like 60 degrees and it's freezing cold and cloudy. So it's just a little bit of weather shocks daily. So, you know, it's unpredictable here in California. Mm, and I'm shocked by this weather in Texas. It's 102 degrees today and I, I can't. So, you know, but that's good. I'm really excited that you're here. Um, People may or may not know, but I used to do this on Instagram Live and I used to invite my friends on there because, you know, I think it was just like the pandemic had just started. And I was like, you know what, let me just make everybody, you know, have right. fun. So we've done an episode on Instagram Live. I think it was around the time when Instagram did not allow live replays, like forever. It was like 24 hours. Right, right, right. I can't even get access to that episode on my page. There's like a few people who has luck with that. But, you know, we did talk. And I don't remember what we talked about, but... I don't even... <laughs> Hopefully, I don't ask the same questions. I have to think about it. I was like, mm, I don't think I do. I have to think about things that I don't know about you. But you know, mm -hmm. 
It's fine. So I can't wait to get into it. So as you all know, if you've been watching this podcast, I like to start off the episode with a game at Icebreaker Round just to get us all excited. Um, I told Max prior that we're going to play Would You Rather, but one thing I know about Max that I can kind of sort of relate to is um, he's picky, y'all. He's picky. He's picky as hell. (laughs) And picky, picky eater. Picking and food. Now, I grew up as a picky eater, but I felt like I've learned to explore my palate, not at all things, but you know. So, but I he, haven't yet. I haven't yet. <laughs> he hasn't, y'all. And the more I like, you would say things in your stories, and I'm like, he's actually worse than me. Like, that's crazy. I thought I was the worst. Like, my family, pretty bad. I'm the worst, but now they can't pick on me no more. I'll just send them to your page and I'll be like, he is worse than me. So I'm just, you know. So, what I want to do is usually in some episodes. Have you ever heard of this game called Bapple Flop? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bapple yeah. Flop. Okay. So for those of you watching that don't know, Bapple Flop is like yeah or nay. It's just I don't know. That's the Gen Z form of that's it. Even Gen though Z I, terminology. <laughs> yeah, and even though I'm categorized as Gen Z, I identify as a millennial. So I'm a um. <laughs> Move on with that. But anyway, so we're going to do Bapple Flop. Um, I've done this with other episodes, but this time I'm going to make it. The bopper flop, picky eater edition. So what I'm gonna do is give you. I got ten different food items that I have on this list, and I'm gonna play along as well because I feel like some of this stuff is a hell no. And um, you know, and if you can't elaborate, that's fine. And I don't know, you may surprise me. Um, with you being as picky as you are, you might like one thing on this list. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah. So are you ready? I'm nervous, but let's oh, see. Right, let's see. Let's. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start easy. I'm gonna start. Easy. What's the easiest one on this list? Because most of it I can't do. Okay. Um. Okay. Onions. Pop a flop. So, flop. But it depends. Like it's crazy because I'm that type of person where, like for example, some people might not like tomatoes, but they can eat ketchup. So onions. Like <laughs> if I'm having like stir fried chicken, you need that flavor. So. I can have it in there, but when it comes to eating, I got to take it out. I can't bite into an onion. I cannot taste it, but I need that flavor. So probably like onion powder I have to incorporate, but actual onions and crunching into it won't happen. So like if it was fried rice and there's diced onion in there, you'll eat it and you're fine. This is the funny thing about fried rice, because if you're at it, like for me, for Chinese food, if it has like vegetables, like corn and uh, peas, I don't want to eat it, but because it's so incorporated, I'll have to eat it and just swallow it. Because I like the taste, but I don't like to crunch the vegetables, if that makes sense. I think where my no, picking no, is I'm texture. I think texture is what my pickiness comes from. I was going to say, are you a texture person? Like, you can't. I think so. Yeah, I'm, I am too. Even though I've worked with different palates and taste, texture is a big thing. If I am sitting well in my mouth, and I know that might sound wrong, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Moving right. on. Okay. Ooh, I like onions. I like good onions. They have to be good. I can't do raw. They smell so good, though. Like, when they're grilling, it just smells. Like, when they're making, when we go to uh, festivals and things around here in the Bay Area, it's always people making bacon-wrapped hot dogs, and you can smell the onions oh. grilling. It just sounds so, it smells so good. Mm-mm, you said hot dogs. That's a no for me. That's a flop. That's a hell no. I'm not eating <laughs> hot dog. I ain't eating nobody hot dog. Hell to the no. It's something about the smell. I tried it one time. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, and I tried it again as an adult, when I started to explore my mm-hmm. travel palette in my mouth, as a little kid, the smell is the smell. I can't do it. And I'm like, like you know, like school lunch? 
and they give me that little ass hot, and I'm like, I, I can't do this. No, it's not for me. So I, for a while, I'm like, that is not going to my mouth. So as an adult, I was like, you know what? Let me try it. I smelt it. Still horrible. And then I bit into it. I'm like, it's like rubbery. I, I would say, like that type of texture. But is it just all hot dogs, or is it like beef only, or pork, or chicken, or turkey, it, or all? Uh, no. Okay, I'm assuming that it's all. <laughs> I can't do it. No. So you like hot dogs? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll eat like a hot dog from like Costco, things like that. <laughs> this give me a burger. My God. Okay. Next. Okay, you mentioned this, so I'm bringing it up ketchup. Ketchup. Bop. Flour. I need it. I need it with my In and Out fries. In and Out fries. I need it with that. <laughs> no. I, I, I told myself. I told myself I was going to bring that up sooner or later in, throughout this interview because I know how much you hate it. <laughs> but um, but it's a it's a bot for me, for sure, with with fries and with burgers. And it's just one of those condiments that you have to have. But that is one of the very few that I will make exceptions for. It's easier for me to tell you what sauces I will eat. It's just barbecue sauce, teriyaki <laughs> sauce, and ketchup. Anything else you can think of, I won't eat, believe it or not. So no you have a condiment three. approval list too. I I do. I don't I don't mess with condiments. It's just those three. It makes it easy. It's just those three. Just ketchup, barbecue sauce. Three again? So barbecue sauce, teriyaki sauce, and ketchup. Those are the only three. So for a while, it used to be nothing. Like on my burger, it gotta be plain and dry. I don't eat nothing, just meat and cheese. I do not eat that. Like so, yeah, go ahead. So, What's your so burger? You know, I know you can relate to this. When you would order when you say with your friends or family, whatever. When you would place your order and you say, oh, I want this plane, do you get the looks like the, you're going to eat it like that? Do people always say things yeah, like that? all the time, all the time. And I'd be like, that's, that's your mouth that, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, I can, I can eat a burger with no sauce. And they're like, but you need the sauce. It's dry. No, your mouth is dry. My <laughs> mouth is well moist. Thank you very much. Okay? <laughs> right, right. Stop playing with me. I get that all the time. They always give me that look. And I'm just like, I don't like sauce. Like, I've like, been that way. Like, like, you know? And, and leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and that's to be happy. It's less work for them to make. You know what I'm saying? And I'm but, like, you know what? I have to elaborate on that really quickly because yes. I go places like In and Out. If it's fast food, I'm busy. If it's plain, they have the habit of doing the opposite, adding stuff that I didn't ask for. And it's the easiest. So you would think that, you know, it's less if, work less work but for some reason my order is the only one that's wrong and i feel like it's the easiest you don't have to add anything but for some reason my order you can ask my family it's always wrong every single time oh no we're gonna fight we're gonna yeah. fight because i'm real so so we are like other people that are specific when we order Very. i'm the one where i'm like it gotta be plain and dry with this on the side make sure that is that like i don't care i don't care if you don't want to send it back have to send it back send it back so if you have Let's say if it was a burger and you got a sauce on it that you do not like, like Lance, I don't know, I'm just making that up. You're not eating that. Like, I that's can't. not. I won't. See, I'm not eating that either. And my family, they'll be like, just scrape it off, get a butter knife or no, something. No, it's no, contaminated. No, no, no. It is taste, contaminated. <laughs> the taste is there. That's how I feel about pickles. That's the next one, pickles. Bop a okay. Bop. I like pickles. <laughs> I like you know that. what? I had a phase. I had a phase where... We would get the jars of pickles, and that was my snack. Like, I can just snack on them. The dill chips and the big ones, I could just snack on them. Like, I went through a little phase like that. Now it's not so bad, but I can eat them. But relish, cannot do. I know they're, like, kind of similar, but not the same. But I could do pickles, not relish. 
<laughs> Sorry to break it to you, but no, no. Oh my god. Do you drink the juice? Don't tell me you drink the juice. No, uh, not really. <sighs> but I know people who do. But my my taste for that is not that crazy. I can't sit there and drink pickle juice. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know if I could. No, there's just... crazy people in this world. And if you are somebody that drinks pickle juice just like that, yes, I'm calling you out. Yes, I am. Sorry, guys. Crazy. You're crazy. Why? Why would you sit there and just say, oh, pickle juice? And no. I just, it doesn't seem like something to enjoy. Ugh, I don't, ugh, it's making me cringe. I can't. My God, does not, does that not burn your throat? Like, ugh. Anyway. Right. But yeah, pickles are like one of the things that I'm like, if it's on my burger, no. Like Chick-fil-A. You got to take the pickles off. If you do not take the pickles off, and then you know somebody might be like, "Oh, just take it out." No, it's but let me. So because the pickles have that juice, then it gets in the bread, and then yes. the sourness is in the bread. And see, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I like it personally, but because I'm so picky, if that were anything else, like pepperoncinis that were, and it's in the bread, you can still taste it. It's there, and you know you didn't want it originally. It's kind of like I don't go there often, but the times I do crave Subway. I know that they be using the same knife to cut everybody's sandwich. And <laughs> don't laugh at me, but you know what I tell them? I say, can you wash a knife or get a new one? Because I don't want someone else's sandwich touching my sandwich. <laughs> I have to. That's just, I don't know why. I try not to be that person, but it be having like the sauces and the... Uh, see, so I, you're going to taste every other sandwich that it was cut with on your sandwich. And it has, like, it's all messy and they just dip it into water. It's like, I don't want a soggy sauce um, knife. Like, that's gross. Okay. So I have to tell them to either wash it or bring a new one. I'm that person, unfortunately. I hate to be that person, but it happens. No, I don't blame you. It's just funny because I didn't even think about that. I'm like, oh, but I don't mess with Subway. Long story, yeah. but <laughs> moving on. But, um, yeah, when it comes to stuff like that, and then people want to... Oh, and I, I want to also point out another thing, because I just remember with uh, Chick-fil-A, um, they say that, you know, they marinate the chicken and pickle juice. Okay, that's fine, but when they put it in the oil, it's gone. So right. it's fine. I ain't got to be worried about that. So stop right. trying to be technical, okay? And let right. me like what I like. So more right. I, Okay. Uh, next, peanut butter. Uh, that's a bop. Like you things. know what? That's I think I'm surprising you in this round, because some of the things I'm liking... Peanut butter only with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's the only one. time I make exceptions. Because peanut butter like, isn't in the trash for me. That's where it's going. No. Wait, I tell you, with sweets, I'm not a big peanut butter person. Like, if it's like a peanut butter cupcake or peanut butter yeah. cake, I, I'm not too much of a big fan of. But if it's just like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, something like that, then yeah, I can eat it. Okay. You kind of making it. Well, you know what? I should be asking questions that I know you will not eat, but I'm going to let it slide. But you know, I'm going to look it up. Anyway, um, yogurt. Mm, it's it's uh, I'm on the edge only because like Greek yogurt and those other types of yogurts, it depends. But if it's like the uh, strawberry, the flavored ones, I can eat, but only when I want it. Not like I'm not going to go to the grocery store and be like, oh, I got I got to get some yogurt. Like I'm not a yogurt person. So. I would say probably a flop on that one. Yeah, flop. Yoga tastes like ass. I can't do it. So, nope. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I tried when I be working out, and I'm just like, I can't do this. It's literally smells like, because, you know, it's, it's what is it? It's, um, my God. It's like milk cuddles, right? Or something. Like, yeah. It's, so, it's like fermentation. So, it smells like disgusting. So, no. Mm, okay. Um, Eggs? You like nope. eggs? None. <laughs> None. I will not eat eggs. But in cake and French toast and all the other things, 
I, but eggs itself, like scrambled eggs or sunny side up and all those things like that, I will not touch. And it, <gasps> if I go to a breakfast plate, place, it cannot be on my plate. My family will be like, well, I'll eat it. And I tell them to bring it on the side, but it can't touch like my hash browns or it can't touch my French toast. It freaks me out. Okay, so I grew up eating eggs, like scrambled eggs. And then there was a phase where I'm like, ugh, I don't want that. I'm good. And then now I'm kind of liking it. But I, I have to eat it. Like, they have to be bacon. So then I can eat it with the bacon and cheese. Oh, so then it's I like can a combo. Just, yes, it's a combo. I can't eat it by itself. Like, I got to have that with. And then I started liking poached eggs, like with on the eggs Benedict. And I'd be cutting that yolk and never yolk. Be cutting. That's <laughs> I like, can't do it. Okay. <laughs> the only time I will eat eggs, though, like we're just like mainly eggs. Um, so obviously I'm Mexican. So we make this thing called chorizo with eggs. Mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish, so I'm not going to say the, the real version. Uh, but it's just chorizo and eggs. And you basically um, just cook the chorizo first, and then you put the eggs in, and you scramble it. But it doesn't taste like eggs. So that's the only time that I'll make an exception to eat eggs. But yeah. that's one of my favorite, like, breakfast items. Gotcha. What if it was in five hours? I, I, I pick it out. Like, I push it to the side. I think <laughs> it's the texture, though, because it's, like, very, like... I got it, I Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, cottage cheese, since we're on texture. Okay. Mm-mm. Hell no. We'll do it. My That's not going to happen. I see people, they snack on it. Like, they'll eat it with, like, fruits and stuff. I'm just like, ugh. Like, no. Yeah, my grandma sometimes do, you know, I just be looking at her like, um, what? Yeah, no. Oh. It, I can't even smell it. I don't want to, I don't want to be around it. If you're eating like, it, I'm going to sit at the other side of the house or something because I don't want to smell it. <laughs> it. It just looks like how I think yogurt tastes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that makes right. sense. Like, it, right. like I said, it tastes like ass, so it looks like ass. I'm like, I'm not, it's And it's like, all lumpy, and it just looks, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look appealing uh, to me. I'm getting chills. Oh, my God, let's right. move on. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Okay, Um. did I say oysters? No, I didn't say oysters. Oysters. So, this will make it easy. Anything that comes out of water will not be consumed by me. I don't eat any seafood. That's what I found out the other day. I was like, yes. you don't like seafood? No shrimp, you, no crab? Did you see that crab video I posted? Yeah. Where they broke, I saw that and I was just like, yes. I wanted to be like, I don't eat any seafood. And he was like, I'm not eating seafood. Like, and I was like, you don't like seafood? I will not eat crab. I will not eat any type of fish. I will not eat nothing. Anything that comes out of no water. Shrimp? Um, okay. Yeah, I would be lying. Because there's one shrimp. That I like. It's coconut shrimp. But you know what I realized? I like sweet foods like barbecue ribs and teriyaki chicken. And it has that sweetness and it takes away the shrimp taste and the crunch takes away the rubbery texture from the shrimpiness. So that's the only time I make an exception for that. But that's the only thing I'll eat that seafood is just. So let me guess this this coconut shrimp is only from a specific restaurant? Yes. Yes. How did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) It's only one place I'll eat that at. And it's so funny. It's uh, Bubba Gump's. They have one, it's like more of like a, a touristy restaurant, but yes. it's nice to try it once and everything's yeah. in a hook. And I, but I can't eat too much, maybe like two or three the most, and I'm done. Okay. I'm and it has to be with barbecue sauce. It can't be with like ketchup or anything, just with barbecue sauce. Oh, I didn't even talk about my list. So uh, I like, I don't, I don't mess with ketchup ever. Don't ever give me ketchup. I was growing up, uh-huh. this segment gonna be long, that's fine, I don't care. But I was growing up, uh, I went to a graduation, somebody's graduation, I don't remember, and there was a concession stand, and you could get french fries. And I'm like, you know graduations be long when you're a child. You're like, I've been here for five days. So I'm like, I'm hungry. So I went and ordered these french fries, they sent me by myself, and I remember getting it, and the lady squirted the ketchup all over the fries. And I remember just being so upset, because I'm just like, 
I would be too. <laughs> I didn't ask you to put this nasty sauce on my, like, why would you assume that I would want that? And I started, you know, you know I wasn't crying. I was like angry, but crying. I was just like, why would you? Like, and then she was just like, what's wrong? I was like, you put ketchup on my phone. It was a whole big deal. I don't play that. Like, I despise. There's two things you don't mess with with picky people, our money and our food. And the food okay. is my number one because it's like, I, that's, if I, if I order something and you mess it up, it's going to ruin my mood. It's going to, I'm going to be upset. And it's just not going to be good for nobody. Not the workers, not for me, not for my family, anybody that's with me because I take my food seriously. And if I'm not eating, nobody eating. Right. Well, and I'll eating. get hangry right after that moment. I'll be hangry. Yeah, so that's a hell no, always. Mayonnaise, hell no. I'm not doing that. Um, I feel like the only approved sauces that I've liked over time is buffalo sauce, barbecue sauce, honey barbecue sauce, specifically. Um, ranch, I just started liking ranch like a few years ago. Um, what else? What else? Sriracha, I just started liking that. Um, and is that all? That might be all. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Anyway, um, another sauce, blue cheese. Nope. Nope. Isn't that like bad cheese? Like, isn't it moldy or something like that? It's I moldy heard. cheese, but they yeah. said it tastes good. And I'm like over here trying to figure out why. Why would you do that? Would okay, you so that? since we're on the cheese topic, this will make it easy because I'm telling you, like you said, I'm the pickiest person either, uh, pickiest yes. eater ever. So with cheeses, I don't like cheese in general, but I do like cheese with things like pizza. And I'll have it like the yellow cheese on my cheeseburgers or American cheese on my cheeseburgers. But I don't, I can't sit and eat cheese. Like those charcuterie boards, things like that. I'm not going to go be like, oh, let me get a cheese and the cracker and put it together. Like, I don't eat cheese. And not even cream cheese. I don't even eat cream cheese unless it's in cheesecake or unless it's cream cheese frosting. But even then, I'm kind of picky. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard when my mom, like when she's cooking or when we're having like events and stuff. My thing is like, I go to like chicken and rice or I go for like, you know, carne asada and rice and beans things like that but it's simple like i'm so simple like i won't eat anything that goes more than just those things if that makes sense you know what i'm saying you see what i'm saying y'all like i i thought i was bad but and it's not like he's bad but i'm just saying like right that was horrible but he's and coming from a mexican household too i feel like their food our food is just so there's just so much there's different mm -hmm. things and i'm just so strong to a particular group which is just like steak and chicken and and i don't and it's funny because growing up it was the most thing i was like told things to i don't eat anything spicy so i don't eat no salsas i don't yes. eat no that's another thing i know no about too. no hot I chips like, no. i know and hot chips that got me because i'm like y'all like hot chips oh my god hot chips. and i can't like, smell hot cheetos hot cheetos okay i know this is going to be kind of gross but one year i had a cousin they were eating hot cheetos all summer and one time she threw up all hot cheetos and they were eating with cream cheese. Two things I don't like. She threw up. And ever since then, when I've seen it, and because I have a throat phobia, it ruined it. it ruined it. I won't eat Cheetos. I won't. It, like, <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> I will. See, it's just so bad. Like, with the food category for me, it's just so complicated because it's like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. But majority, no for me. Yes. That's, that's crazy. Wow. So you just got triggered. Damn. I'm so sorry. Well, the last thing I have on my list, which I feel like it's about for you, which I cannot understand after everything he's just said, pineapples on pizza. Oh, you know, that's a bop. That is a bop. And I can tell you why, because I like the sweet. I like the sweet with the savory. Like it's always been, I've been a huge fan of that. And it's just so good. I, like, and you know, there's this place, 
one place here in Hayward, um, where I'm from, which is called Bronco Billy's, there is so good. Because this is what they do. They don't do like the traditional, like, because most places is just ham and pineapple. They do ham, pineapple, and bacon bits on it. So that's like my go-to. I think they call it like, the hula Hawaiian or something like that. But it's really, really, really good. So oh. I'm a, that's a bop for me, for sure. Well, no doubt. The information is for y'all, because I know who you want to talk to me, because it's a flop for me. I'm not, you know, pineapple or no pizza. We always have that debate. We always have that debate. Always. And I will keep the and I will keep. You'll be the first person to respond to the story and be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what is this I'm looking at? Because you know, you be swiping and then it just pop up. And I'm like, okay, it just totally changed your attention. You're like, ooh, like nah, hell no. Yeah, that's me with, that's me with seafood. That's me with seafood for sure. You see what I'm saying, y'all? He despised everything but pineapple a pizza. And if you like pineapple a pizza, you know, I'll judge you as well. But, um, right. And I don't judge nobody for seafood. I don't judge nobody for their liking. It's just what I, I do. Like. You like what you like. And, you know, yeah, I agree. But I'm, I'm a judge you if you're putting pineapple on <laughs> tomato sauce and mozzarella seeds on a crust and eating that. I just can't. And I guess it's the sweet thing. They just don't sound right. So, anyway, that's why I. <laughs> uh, you know we're still playing that's fine but no oh my god but I just thought that was the better game to play because I was just like I remember he's a picky you know this is crazy okay. and I feel like it kind of gets to know me a little bit because like when I go out with friends that they're like there was this moment okay um, are you a fan of Wingstop huh Wingstop are you a fan of Wingstop you said Wingstop oh Wingstop yeah, yeah I love Mr. Wingstop so in, throughout high school, my friends, they were all, we would always go walk over to Wingstop and stuff. And this is a funny story. So there was a moment where I was like not going through all these sauces. I was just like, I'd rather not. So I would go to Wingstop. I would get my fries without seasoning and no sauces on my chicken. It was a little phase. It was like maybe last like a few months. But oh my gosh, I would never hear the end of it from my friends. They were just like, oh, they're like, because they would get like buffalo and they're but me I, had, I went through a phase where i was just like nope i just want it plain and i never heard the end of it so that shows you guys a little bit of how severe my food pickiness goes sometimes but it's like weird because i go through little phases where it's like okay yeah i could do this and then a year from now i'll be like mm, maybe not so that's how bad it is Gotcha. It's probably it's probably an issue at this point. It's probably uh. So uh, do you like look? Do you go based off looks as well? Like if you saw the food and they, and they, you didn't even know what was coming, they just bought it to. Would you like to try it? And if you looked at it, would that determine if you're gonna eat it or not as well? So the the two senses I use is I'm a I eat with my eyes, so it depends how it looks and also how it smells. I have yes. to smell. It. People think it's rude sometimes, but I just I have to smell it. And I will if I see a dish, I'm like, okay, that looks like something I might eat. I will obviously I can tell because I just looked at it and I will smell it. So those are the two senses I use when it comes to things like that. So it depends, but I'm a big eater with my eyes. I like yeah. the presentation is a big thing for me. Yeah, me too. If that ain't looking right, it ain't going in my mouth. So that's not happening. Right. And it'll be like, but you haven't tried it. I tried it already. Y'all don't understand. I tried right. it this right. In that's my mind, it. I tasted it and I didn't like it. So don't try exactly. and force it down. And that's it. And it'll be like, well, you have a yeah. So we we kind of we're, we're here. So I understand yeah. this. And the people, y'all could suck you. How about that? Okay. Thank you. Not. <laughs> you got anything else to say? You can take it that way. They, they don't have to agree with us. Exactly. Y'all go. Y'all can eat it, and I'm going to eat my stuff, and that's it. And I'm not mad at you with the wing stop thing. I'm not. It's okay. Um, I can't believe you eat the fries, because the fries are trash. It's like in and out. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, 
other than spending 20 minutes about what we like to eat, that was fine. I liked it. No problem. Because when it comes to wanna... people, even though we're picky, we can still talk about it forever. I feel like that's always okay. Now that I'm starting to remember our last interview, we spent like 20 minutes talking about food. Did we? I can't remember that, but okay. I think we did because we had that whole which chain restaurants we liked most. Like, was it Chick fil A? You know, uh, we were going back and forth about all that. But have you tried Canes, by the way? No, Raising I've Canes. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of Raising Canes? Okay, that's one of my favorite fast foods. We were getting. You said Canes? Like Raising Canes or Canes? Yeah. Raising Canes. Oh, Raising Canes. Oh, I thought yeah. you said Kings. Got it. My bad. Yeah, yeah I like Raising yeah. Canes. Raising Canes is one of my favorites because but... it's brand chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's you can't get anything more simple. Okay, so because we talk we're talking about chicken, if you go to a restaurant, I feel like chicken strips, it's something new in the restaurant you've never been before. Yeah, that was my go-to as a child. That's your safe space. That's your like, okay, I'm gonna go with that because I'm used to that and I know I'm gonna like it regardless. You can't mess up chicken strips, so yes. that was my go-to. Yes. But, yeah, and you're not tasting that cane sauce, I'm assuming. No. I can't eat it. Just ketchup. No, it's good. I used to not like that. I'm like, there's no top. But then one day I was tired of eating their bland chicken because they ain't got nothing else. I'm like, I well, see, I add ketchup. You don't add ketchup, but I I add ketchup. I have to. And if I don't get ketchup, I'm um in the bag. When we say ketchup in the bag, yeah, back inside because I won't eat it like that. I just have to. Eat ketchup. <laughs> it's just like my sister when we went to In and Out the other day. She was like, "Where's the ketchup?" I'm like. Um, I, you know, I'm so used to not asking for it. Right. I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she was like, we must go back. And I was like, girl, you see that line? You can go inside yourself because I refuse to go inside. Yeah, how bad do you really want it? <laughs> okay. You can go get what you really, really want. Okay. How about that? Right. But, um, yeah, it's, Raisin Cane's is amazing. But that cane sauce, it's good. Like, I've been wanting two of them. I'm like, oh, okay, more. Oh, my gosh. I wish I liked it because I wish I could open up my palate a little bit more. But it's just, I can't. Like, I can't yeah. get myself to do it. Yeah, I get it. It's okay. I, I I just even if I didn't expand my palate, you're still <laughs> way below me because there's things that I'm just like, wow, I just didn't expect that. Like I know the worst. I might have said this too already, but it was bread. Like I didn't eat bread for 13 years of my life. The first 13 years of my life, I was like, I'm not eating that. Like if it was a burger, I would take off the bun and I would eat the meat and cheese. That's it. Like, <laughs> okay, that was that, all. that's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. I know, right? <laughs> and then it was one day I went to a burger spot as a kid, 13 years old, and they had like a double cheeseburger with extra cheese or whatever. And when I got it, the cheese was stuck to the bread, and I could not get it. Or- and I didn't like how, like, some pieces of the bread is stuck to the cheese if you rip it right. up. And I'm like, so I had to eat it. And when I ate it, I was like, oh, I didn't die. Okay. This is good. It, it, was, that, it was that moment in your life. That, see, you remembered it so vividly because it was that changing moment where you can eat bread on your hamburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, like, my mom could tell you, I was like, I was not eating this. And people couldn't believe it. And have you had people that try to even, like, get you to try things? Like, yes, really, really hard? And it's all like... It's not going in my mouth. Like, no matter what you tell me, it's not going. Right. Like, like, you are wasting 15 minutes of you trying to convince me out of your dinner time to get me to eat this. And that's my family, like, when we get, like, calamari or things like that. Because they're like, it's fried. You don't even taste like, it doesn't taste like fish. I'm like, I yeah. will not eat it. So stop yeah. telling me to eat it because I won't yes. eat it. Exactly. Because <laughs> I think they're used to, like, you know, because kids sometimes are naturally picky. But once yeah. they try it, they, you know, they have that moment. So they think they can do it to us. And it's just like... Won't we could be here for five years and I'm still not going to put that in my mouth. Right. Like, right. I'm just not doing that. But now I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it once in front of your face. And if I spit it out, there you go. Do not try to get me <laughs> the product again. Okay. Now, the one thing that I've, I've learned 
that I've liked now, that I've actually craved, which is crazy, is sushi. You like sushi? Do you eat sushi? No. See, and you know why? There was one moment because I, it was okay. Like I was okay having like California rolls, things like that. But one night my sisters went out to get sushi. They're being all trendy. So I was like, you know what? Let me go get some and take a picture of it. You know, just to be all foodie person. Um, and then that night I got food poisoning really, <gasps> really bad, really bad. And I was like, it was bad. I was like chills, fevers throwing up and I have a throat phobia. So ever since then, the thought of it, it just, I can't, I won't, I won't go into the restaurant. We just didn't have good experiences. Oh my goodness, what is happening? Jeez. Yeah, I've had some bad experiences. I think maybe I think a lot of my pickiness comes from like a lot of food trauma. Not trauma. like, not like but like where there's moments where I didn't like something or I saw something and or it made me sick. And at that point, I decided to not do it because it makes me like sick. Just thinking about it. See, now that makes me feel. A little understanding now. Me, I didn't have no reason. I'm like, I, I don't like you. I'm not putting that in my mouth. They're like, well, you didn't try it. It's good. Get away from me. I'm not putting so that in my mouth. That's actually like, the source. The food poisoning is a source of reason why I cut out all seafood. Yeah. That's why I don't eat any seafood because I got food poisoning and just the thought of it is what makes me got it. See, yeah. now, now the audience is watching like, ah. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's the oh moment. Yeah, because that's like really the reason behind it. Um, Ever since then, yeah. Okay, this episode is just going to be the picky edition because maybe we yeah. can talk about the food. And thank you for uh, sharing your story about that because <laughs> I literally, even though that was like the last minute before I literally logged in, I was like, this should be good. Okay, so that's good. So now we know this is the picky eater episode. I love that. Okay, now we're going to go ready, get started into the first topic of what you got bacon over there. So, um, that's usually my first question. So what you got bacon over there? What you baking? I you already kind of low-key explained it, but. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's still, what I will say about me and what I do is that it's always changing. There's always, I come constantly trying to do new things, trying to see what my followers react more with and engage with more. So <clears throat> I learned with the reels and like the behind the scenes stuff. That's mm -hmm. what really gets people's attention. And that's what people really want to see because I get a lot of engagement on that. And you get paid. Uh, so, yeah, we get paid for that. So um, so that's one thing I have to get myself to do. But I, even though I'm not open to the public right now, I just do cake for friends and family and uh, close clients because the demand is so high, I can't keep up. So I made a moment. It was actually May of last year where um, I was. I just recently went solo. Um, I opened oh. up my books. Yeah, I opened up my books and um, I had a calendar and it just got completely filled. And I, at the, at the time right now, I'm working, this is my home. Um, and just, it was booked up nonstop, nonstop. And the, my DMs, my emails, I tried to condense it to just emails. People were still DMing me and my emails were completely filled, like swamped. Like I would go on and there's some from the previous days that I didn't get a chance to while responding. It just, it blew way out of proportion where I didn't expect it to. I, you know, I, in the beginning, I didn't have a lot of self-worth. I didn't realize how much people were interested when I went solo. Um, and I just, it was it was a lot to handle. I was a little bit overwhelmed and um, I closed my books and I decided to just have my books open only for family, friends, and then um, I like to call my VIP clients. Those are people who order like 10, 10 cakes or more a year um, who just always supported me since the beginning. And um, it's been working for me. Like right now I'm booked with cake till November. So- um, Wow. So, and that's and just- that's with friends, family? And VIP clients, yeah. So that, and that's every single weekend. This week I had a little bit of a break because it's my birthday week um, and we're setting up for this party we're having this weekend. But 
I, even more so, I still have a cake to do um, because I said yes to an order because I my problem is saying no to people. Um, but yeah, that's been the big adjustment behind my um, business, you can say, um, was just closing my books because it was just, it was hard because a lot of people would get frustrated too. I think a lot of people weren't really understanding in the beginning because yeah. it's just me. I do the promoting, I do my social media. I mean, you know what it is. We, we all, if you guys are bakers watching this, you guys know that we are basically a single man, women show um, where we only do everything ourselves down to the last ingredients. You ran out of butter, you have to go run to the store even though you're working on a cake. So yeah. <clears throat> people think that I was able to produce the amount of cakes that I was originally. Um, but once I went solo, it was a big change. Also space, because I have three refrigerators, but you know, okay, space is, yeah, yeah, space is, is limited. So um so that was that was a big 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 change but things are going really good right now things are flowing um and you know but people did get very frustrated in the beginning they were saying i tried ordering um a cake from you in the past and you guys were always booked and now i was hoping this time i can and now you're booked again how is this ever gonna work and people were just like really getting crazy so i just realized that it was a lot in the moment and i didn't want to do anything until i opened up a storefront i'll mm -hmm. open up my calendars again because that's I'll have a full kitchen, a full, you know, running facility to be able to produce to them. Cause I can do it. I know in my heart, I've done it before where I can produce all these cakes. It's just the space is super, super limited. Yeah. Dang. So yeah. Wow. That's been my last year and a half. Just hey, may I just remind everybody, here's 21. So as you say, um, you're solo. So that means you're doing everything by yourself, right? Or do you have any help or anything? No, um, right now, only because I'm a super, super strong perfectionist. I, I believe that when I have my hands on it, I I know the quality and I can guarantee the, just the overall quality. And yeah. although I do trust other people, I just feel more comfortable that when my eyes are on it only, I can control everything that is happening with this cake. That way I know everything. And, you know, knock on wood, I haven't had a client where I've had any issues, but at least since I was on full control, I wouldn't be clueless to what they're talking about. Right. Something, you know, I have it all under control. So that's been one of my things where I do need to probably bring some help on. Yeah. But since I'm such a strong perfectionist, so I want to make sure that everything's perfect. I I like to, I prefer to work solo at this time. Yeah. No, I totally understand. I totally relate. I am a huge perfectionist. It is almost unhealthy at this point. It's a blessing and a curse because yes, it sure it's is. like, you know, I have a vision and nobody can see what I see. So it's like for me to get things done the right way, the way I want it to be, it has to be done right. And if it's not done right, me, Malik being the boss, right. you're not going to be talking to me right now. Like Malik, there's Malik, the funny guy, and then there's Malik, the boss. When Malik, right. boss, come on, that boss hat, come on. Do not mess with my stuff. Don't tell me anything. Don't do anything. Like I will go off. I will. It's like we out. have our work personas. Like we, like the moment this this chain comes on, Max's Cakes chain, which uh, is iconic. Yeah, I need to get. Need to get ooh, okay. Yeah, you need to get something. Yeah, but um, so I just that's how I am. Is that when I'm working, I don't like anybody around me. I just want to focus and. My sisters will come in, they'll be like talking to me like, oh, and you know, sometimes I wish I could be a little more attentive because they're talking to me and they want to vent to me or they're telling me about their day, whatever. But I'm oh, like, when I'm, working, when I'm working, I'm just so tunnel vision. Like, I just can't, I told them like, I'm sorry, I'm listening, but I'm just so focused. And so that's why I just prefer to be like quiet. Like when it's quiet and I'm working, I even throw some music on and I'm yeah. just like, 
I, that's how that's how I work. It's just I, I have that focus. And yeah. when you break my focus, I just feel like you're gonna break my mojo. You're gonna break my concentration. It's energy. It's a vibe, and it's yeah, like exactly. if you're breaking my vibe, you gotta yeah. go. Like, and shout out to you, Grandma. I love you very much. But you be talking loud on the phone, and I can't. Like, it's like you, you can't know, have sometimes any outside noise. You just need to focus and do what you need to do. So, yes. And then, like, do you have people who come in and be like? questioning what you're doing or be like because my grandma be doing that and i have to like talk to her about that she'll come and she'll see like whatever i'm doing is halfway done and she's looking at it she's a virgo so she's a perfectionist as well but she's looking at it like the final completion so it's like let's say like if i'm crumb coating a cake it's the crumb coat so obviously it don't matter what it looks like before it goes in the fridge so there would be like a, a ridge that i made with a spatula i don't know and she'd be like shouldn't that be smooth i'm like this is a crumb coat oh you're talking about like a backseat decorator yeah, like where they're just like, no. So luckily, my family knows better than to do that. But also, my mom's like one of my biggest supporters. So what she'll do, the only time somebody comes in is when I'm finalizing a cake. Like I just made a big cake for the Alameda County Fair, and she'll come in with her camera. She's just so proud. She'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I love it!" And she'll just be recording. And she has so many videos of her just the Chris Jenner of your yeah, life. Exactly, exactly. And she'll just come in and start recording. She's like, "Oh my god, Max, I love it." Um, so. She, that's the only time I get people like coming in and out, but she's just always, she likes to see the process. She, she likes to see, um, you know, what's going on and what progress I'm making for that cake, especially yeah. if it's like a big, important one. I don't mind the support. It's just don't ask me questions. Don't, right. don't criticize. Like, I'm not done yet. Like, it's, I'm still working on it. Like, right. that's what my grandma likes to do. Cause like I said, she's a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. She's looking at, oh, that looks like that. They're like, if it's a cookie, um, that's not flooded all the way. It's not supposed to yet. Like, I feel like if I didn't bring it up, you don't bring it up because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to remember that next time. I'll be like, if I, if I didn't bring it up. And you don't, don't bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Look at oh put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. Mark it. <laughs> if I don't bring that shit up, don't bring that shit up. Okay, got it. Oh my gosh. Look at we're just making business right here. It's natural. It's just coming. I'll give you 10%. I'll give you 10% for that. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm okay with that. That is so amazing. So yeah, love to um love that you talk about that. So let's see. I want to talk about because I'm trying to refrain from what I've asked you before, but for the people that may not know watching this video, because you know it's been two years. We've gotten new followers, we've got new interest that um that's interested. How did you get started in like you know your bacon journey? So I I, I tell the story quite often, so I kind of have it like ready to go because I was actually just at a party and they were asking me where I brought the cake but basically how I started um so I was nine years old um I how I really really started what kickstarted the whole cake thing was um I would watch Cake Boss it was always like on TLC at, like late at night and that was like my go to sleep show it's so, like you turn it on you you just fall asleep to wa like watching it yeah and I was just watching it watching it but the one that stood out to me like one of the first episodes I watched was when um Buddy and his team created this um this building cake it was for the firefighters in new york or whoever it was and but it was a building and it had like smoke coming out it was like a building on fire and the truck was supposed to put out the fires like something like that. i can't remember exactly all the details but i was like just my eyes just like glue like or um glowed and i was just like stuck on it. i was like how the hell do they create that out of cake and all this stuff so it just immediately intrigued me so um right then and there i was inspired and um i just went to michael's 
all these different craft stores and I, I my mom took me like I said my mom my biggest supporter so she took me everything um, took me everywhere I needed to go and got me everything I needed to get um, just to test and of course none of my stuff ever looked perfect it was always leaning or melting filling spilling out and fondant obviously was not smooth I was a nine-year-old working with fondant so um, it would stick to the table and stuff so all that time of me nothing looking how I wanted it to look and it looking bad. It just, that is what inspired me to keep going and going and going. And one thing I could say about myself is I'm a very ambitious person. So once I saw like defeat in that area, I was like, I got to keep going until I, um, it's like a better at it. So all throughout middle school, high school, I was just baking for friends, baking for friends, baking for friends and family. Um, and just whenever I had the opportunity to make something, then I had people who were like, oh my God, Max, can you make this for my daughter's baby shower? Or can you make this for so-and-so? And I would get nervous. I would still do it. And nothing ever looked as perfect as I wanted to look. I would, I'm my biggest critic. So I'll just be like, oh my gosh, I don't like that. And that's what would push me to do it better the next time. I learned from my mistakes and I and I just kept going. And um, that's basically what kickstarted me. And it's really cool that later on in life, I didn't realize how big it would get, um, that I would be on do the tv shows and um i was recently just like uh, like a year ago in a magazine for the number one best baker in the bay area home baker <clears throat> all these things so looking back like it's crazy that i would watch buddy velastro and that's like my ultimate inspiration and then fast forward 10 years i was baking on the show when it's his competition one and was one of the youngest i was the youngest competitor in that series to win mm-hmm. so it was just a really cool moment of reflection where i was just like how did something I was inspired at what 12 o'clock at night take me this and I take me this far and it was just a really rewarding moment and um you know I've been blessed to have all these different opportunities and experiences at such a young age so I mean I feel like at 21 I do have a good resume under my belt already of all the things I have been able to accomplish and complete and you know things like products I've launched in the past um that, that sold out and things like that so I think it's just it's, it's a cool thing that you know in that moment when I was inspired it just took me much further than I ever imagined and I'm not going to stop so now I feel I'm in too deep it's my passion so I'm in too deep and I gotta go full force so yes. uh, I'm gonna save more for what I wanted to say for when we talk about the manifestation area what? yeah because what? We'll talk about that because I don't want to say it all now and then we have nothing to talk about or we repeat ourselves. So. Oh, Lord. I'm, I feel like we're going to get some tea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I actually got some stuff I got to say too, but you know what? Oh, yeah. We'll wait till that. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and switch it up because, you know, I like, like I said, I like to get to know my people that I'm interviewing and some of it could go out of the whim, but I don't think this right. one is. But what, is, what do you think is your guilty pleasure? Well, ultimately your sweets. I am I am the biggest sweets person. Like sweets is where I'm not picky. Sweets, I take oh, really? everything in. Brownies, cookies, cake pops, cheesecakes, truffles, oh, chocolate mousses, like any chocolate, I just go full force. Like anywhere we go, any restaurant we go to, when everyone's like, oh no, we don't want dessert, I'm saying pass me the menu. I need to look at it. I need to see what's there i see you're all right and i'm a big judger i love to judge like i love to i go to a place and not judging in a critical way but i more like to see different styles of baking so like you know you can tell us as bakers we can tell i go to a bakery and i'll taste it and i love everything like i love to support other bakeries and stuff like that so i'll go buy a cupcake or cake slice and i'll taste them like okay you can see 
what their strong suit is and you know it's okay to have not i don't give them the feedback i mean I sh- if they want it i will but i like to taste and see what's out there and yeah. you know I just, I'm, a, I'm a sweets connoisseur so i'm just anything i sweet. love that word connoisseur yeah. he said he's a sweets connoisseur that makes sense to everything he's just said in the last 30 45 <laughs> i'm like a judge like i like to pretend like i'm on the panel and I'm I can see that happening. And I, I like to um, just break it down and see. And I, I like try. I like I try to like um, like I can be like if it's just vanilla cake, I can see if they added almond extracts mm-hmm. or some type of enhancements. Like I try to identify and break it down. Yeah. Not, to, not to be like I want to make it like that and let me break it down. No. I mean, so, just to identify but, what's in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah just because it's like foodie, the sweets. Exactly. Yeah. I'm exactly. not saying way. I'll be I'll be with my cousin. Like we'll be eating like we're both foodies. That's like my best friend in the family because we like to eat. And we would go to a restaurant and we'd be like, okay, we need to figure out this recipe because we would always try to like recreate what's so good. So it's like, what what you tasting? Garlic powder, okay, onions, you got okay. Wait, so I totally understand right? with the desserts. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, what are your like top three desserts that if you know you want it, you don't get it right now? Well, first of all, the first one is chocolate cake. Anything chocolate cake, chocolate cake slices, chocolate molten cake, things like that. Chocolate cake is always my go-to. Um, but second, I can see. I mean, there's just so many. Anything that's ice cream. I love brownies. I mean, brownies and ice cream, cake and ice cream. Like I just. But if I had to choose three, probably chocolate cake. Um, oh, flan. Do you know what flan is? Yeah, uh, that's not going like, my mouth. But okay. Yeah, I love my auntie makes it and she makes the best one in my opinion. Of course, I'm biased because she's my aunt, but I love it so much. That's like my second. Yes. I always have the seconds, thirds for it. Um, yes. And a third dessert, I mean, that's tricky because I just love them all. Um, I'm just going to throw one out there churros. I oh, love wow. cinnamon stuff, like, mm-hmm. like cinnamon cake, like, oh, carrot cake. I love carrot cake. Actually, I have some cu- carrot cake cupcakes in the fridge right now that I'm about to devour later. Now, for the chocolate cake, is it vanilla icing or chocolate icing? And there's only one right answer. It depends from who, though. It depends from who. Because there's some places where you like their vanilla or their buttercream better than their fudge frosting or their chocolate ganache frosting. But if I had to choose chocolate, I love a creamy, decadent, chocolate, fudgy frosting. You know, something that's fluffy but also thick. Like, you know, I see I could talk about it so, so detailed. Passionate. You're so passionate passionate about it. Yeah, so like, with a glass of milk, just I can sit there and I, I will I will savor the flavor. Oh my god, that's so perfect that you just said that. I love drinking a glass of milk after eating chocolate. And every time I drink a glass of milk, people look at me like you drink milk. Yes, I do. You have to. It's just like it's, it's that unfold. It goes it's, down your throat so creamy. It's just there's something about it. like with, even if it's MMs, if I eat a pack of MMs, I need a glass of milk. I need to make I sure think it's that because chocolate's so rich and it, it leaves that creaminess in your mouth that you just need to, to wash it down. And milk is that not too sweet, but also it's kind of, it pairs perfectly with dessert. So, so you know, it's just it goes. It's just like you know, uh, a soda with a burger. Like it's just something yeah. you have together. Yes, for sure. It's a good palate. Oh my god, people mm-hmm. judge me so much, and I'm like, no. Like if I have anything chocolate, I need to make sure that I have milk. And if I don't have milk, I'm not gonna eat it because I need right. to have milk. That's like. A must-have. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, let's see. That's the next question that I have for you. Um, since we're talking about food, what which meal is your favorite? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? I think dinner. I, I love comfort food. I love just something that's going to make me full and um, something that's just going to make me feel good. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just want something that's heavy and, like, I want to 
go to take a nap afterwards. So oh my how Oh, he went the itis, y'all. That's what he said. He said, I'm looking for this itis. That's like when you like get the sleep department. Right. Because right. oh, there's no better God. feeling. There's no better feeling in the world than a full stomach. Yeah, so full. Oh, my God. I've been doing it to me. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. Um. Since we're just talking about food, I guess I'm just asking all the food questions. Let me see. If you can eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would that be? And that's interesting. Coming from a picky eater, what would be what? Minus mac and cheese, so just give me no way. I'm good. Probably any type of chicken and rice. I just that's my go-to. Even if it's late and I just have we have some chicken in the fridge, um, I'll leave it out, you know, to come to temperature and um, make it and just make some steamed rice like that. I can live off that because I'm so plain that, like, and garlic salt is my go-to seasoning. I love garlic salt, and just even even if it's something as simple as that, just garlic salt with chicken and over rice, like, I I can live off that because it's. Yeah, I, mean, I made chicken and rice last night, so I guess it's so easy. And I could throw you—you you can spice it up. You can yes. throw in some seasoned vegetables. Like bro- I love broccoli, so you can throw in some broccoli, some asparagus, and you know. You yeah, can I got spinach in it too. Oh, yeah. Was, so uh, I would say probably like any type of chicken and rice, especially teriyaki chicken and rice. It's like my—that's like my favorite food. One of my favorite foods. Okay, cool. Got it. That's interesting. Yeah, mine is mac and cheese. So I'm picky with mac and cheese. It depends on who makes it because. I, you know, I've noticed that some, uh, you know what? I don't even want to get into it because my, that's not my area of food. So if I, I don't want to, I don't want to upset people. So, so. I'll go I'll, right on ahead and accept them. I mean, uh, upset them. Accept them. Go ahead. Make them mad. Make because, me mad. Because you know what? Because I, like I told you, I don't like cheese. So like. Yeah, I know. Super sharp cheese. I don't really like it. And also I noticed that some, some macaroni dishes have that starchiness, that powdery texture uh, when you eat it. And I'm not, a, I know it sounds weird, but like, what macaroni cheese you eating? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, for example, have you ever had orchata? No, like, I've okay. heard about it, but I've never heard. Okay. I've never had it. So there's like a, a, a starchiness. There's like a, um, it sounds like, weird. It's a texture thing for me because I know when some you say pos- that it makes me think of Kraft mac and cheese. I'm, I'm not happy. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. So like, hard to explain. So, but um, there's like a, a powder. Like I don't know how to explain. It. So you know, like cheese, it comes like I don't know. See, I don't know how to explain like it. Starch? It's weird. Starchiness. It's like a starchiness. Like really? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's so weird. But that's why I'm so picky because it depends. Because some people make mac and cheese really, really good. Like. Uh, Lorraine's Cafe, she's a friend of mine. She made some mac and cheese for our dinner. Um, on ex- I think it was Thanksgiving or New Year's. I can't remember. It was one of these past holidays. She uh-huh. made it for us. Actually, no, it was, I think it was Easter. She, um, she made me a tray and it was so good. Like it was creamy and you you take yes. it out and it's breading and it's just, it was perfect. And it didn't taste too cheesy. Like, I mean, because I don't like cheese, of course. Not saying that too cheesy is a bad thing. Um, but it was so good. But then I've had other mac and cheeses where it's like, it's, it's dry, it's starchy, it's like yeah. baked or yeah, it's just because yeah, I mean nah, you haven't been eating the right mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like sure so. creamy. So yeah, my friend hers was really, really, really good. So it just I guess it just depends. Yeah, that's the only one that I eat. I don't know. Because I was like, pop, what, what did you hear? I'm Okay, so then I'm going to, um, I got two more questions for you. So the first question that I have before we wrap up, um, you've done celebrities, right? You, like celebrity clients? Yes. I think you've uh, had. 
I do a more of the Bay Area known in the Bay Area scenes. Like I've done things in the past for um yeah, let me think about it. Um Mr. Fab, he's a rapper here in the Bay Area, midkick for him. Gotcha. Uh, a lot of a, a lot of underground rappers um mm-hmm. here in the Bay Area, but even more so major companies like the brand cookies. I made cakes for them twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I made cookies for burner, um, which is I'm I'm sure you've heard of him, but uh, he's like the owner and CEO of Cookies. Um, yeah. Stuff for. You know what? My memory's so bad. What I have to do is I have to look through my my Instagram and, and see I was gonna do that, but then I was like, oh, I'm sure he knows because I, I don't have time. And then I've done things too where I've made it for I made a specific thing, but I had the involvement of a celebrity, and they would yeah. post it. Like I made a um, when they came out the song "Say So" Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat. Like yes. Young posted it. Young Lady reposted it, and then I made uh, my Friday cake, iconic yeah. movie. Ice Cube reposted it. That cake got me so much buzz. Um, and, I you know, it. it just, I, it depends. But who else? I made stuff for sports teams, um, Oakland Raiders when they were in Oakland, um, Oakland A's mm-hmm. in the past. Um, so I, there's, there's some stuff, but I just have to, like, really sit and think about it. Okay, uh, cool. So, like, do you have, like, any dream celebrity client that you would like to? Um... Oh, yeah. You know the one. The main one. Who would it be? Take your guess. Who is it? I don't really know. I <laughs> Who do we most have? I can't hide it. I can't hide it. Look, she was in London, y'all, and I'm upset. See, you already knew. You already knew. That's my dream. I dream. just can't. Like, I couldn't hide it. I, I couldn't. Not I dream was trying to play with it, but I can't. It's she Nikki. That's it. one thing that we have, y'all, in common. We have a strong love for Nicki Minaj. Nikki, yeah, that is my wife. That is, uh, we, brought, we, we are her writer dice. <laughs> But she's not a dream client. What we're going to talk about is she's a future client. It's going to happen. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yes. So it's it just a time. You just got to be patient and it, it'll happen. It will happen. We will manifest that. It will happen for sure. And I will do the cookies and you can do the cake. That's fine. Oh, yeah. We'll do a full dessert table. We'll do a collaboration we type of thing. We and will. then, of course, Beyonce as well. We'll do something for the twins or for. <laughs> that. That's. <laughs> And then, like Selena, if she was still alive, I would say, yeah. "Oh, her family now." Like, I feel we're like big, that big, big fans for her. I want to go to Texas and I want to stop by the museum and I want to do the whole Selena tour. There's a museum, yeah, where they have her outfits and everything. So we've been trying to get ourselves to go out there, but just it's a matter of finding the time to do it. Wow, interesting. But yes, better oh, not go before me. I'm gonna be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go now. No, I'm I don't even think it's expensive to get. I think it's just like maybe five or ten bucks. Lost I'm just a museum. Museums are always cheap. You know, it's the one thing in the world. I mean, moving on. Yeah, yeah moving on. <laughs> but yes, Onika Tanya, please, please, yeah. my guys. I would. I, I just want to see her on stage. Like, see, like that London fiasco. It just made me irritated. It just made and you me know, I wanted to go to New York to Rolling Loud. I was gonna try, or actually, originally, I wanted to go to the iHeartRadio Festival in Vegas. Of course, timing is an issue, scheduling, mm-hmm. so I won't do that. And it sold out, I think. Um, then New York was the only other option because it's like a festival, so it's like it's there's basically general admission. But I was thinking about it. One, I don't have the time. I have cakes booked up already. Uh, but if I, if it was just, them, but <laughs> right, we, I think we had that conversation. <laughs> but um, one thing is like festivals. Like it's just I get really anxiety, like big anxiety around huge crowds. And like if you're like in the front, because I don't want to be nowhere but the front, and you're stuck up there. So you can't walk back and then go back. So it just yes. festivals are a little iffy to me, but um, but yeah. 
Well, I'm hoping I can get to roll aloud, but we'll see. Because I'm like, I'm purposely thinking like, I'm going to have to get a New York class just so I can see Nikki and then uh, I can do, do my thing. But we'll see. I don't know. But just like you said about the people, the crowd, you know, there's not like seating. Everybody yeah. is like all over the place. And we're in the middle yeah. of this Panda Express and I don't feel comfortable right now. Right. So we're going to have to see if I will sacrifice my life for Nikki. We'll see. I don't know. We love you, Nikki. Okay, shout out to you. Awesome. Okay, then my last question for this segment is, um, you've been on television or you've been on television programs. I know you were on Food Network. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Were you on Hulu too? Yes, I was. Okay, that's what I remember. So I, I watched your Food Network, but Hulu, I did not watch. So I'm like, what, what, what did it happen? So is that all you've been on? Or is there any more that you've um, uh, been those on? Are two, those are the two shows I've been on. Um, my, I'm just waiting for these contracts to be over because it'll release me to do another show, which I'll, I was already asked to be on, but, um, yeah, so you can't really talk more about it, but, but, you know, I'm excited. Well, the one show I did want to go on to, and I had to decline it twice, was the Is It Cake? Yeah, the first season I was asked, I had, I I was in contract with Hulu already, um, and they just, I reached out a few weeks ago. Um, they asked me to do, and I had to decline because it's still in contract. So you you always have to abide by your contracts. So um, oh, oh yeah. that's why you decline because you had got. Oh, that's why you got something else going on. Okay, cool. How what is that experience like filming and anything like that? Is it's it- a lot of fun. I mean, I in the beginning I didn't know what to expect. It was something more like uh, you, you when you watch these shows, you just didn't. I didn't know what it would be like. So it was just obviously new to me. But when I got there and did my thing. It was almost natural. Like I, I'm a big people person. I love to talk, and I was very comfortable in front of the camera. And um, yeah, of course, I was nervous, but I just knew what to say. I knew exactly what to say. I was prepared. I was just, I just had fun. That's the most important thing: is that when you're on TV, you want to make sure that you have fun because you're all in there celebrating your passion, and you're amongst amazing bakers and amazing creators. Yeah. Um, so we're just. I think about it as whether you make first place or last place it's still an amazing opportunity and it's still an amazing experience to even be considered to be on the set like just yeah. to even get on the set i feel like everyone made it like it, it, if you depending how far you advance yeah. uh, you know it's just it's an amazing accomplishment to even be on the show so um that's what, what that's what happened with the last hulu show i uh, first round i was eliminated but i mean i was in good spirits i loved it i mean it was a lot of fun it was just, I sorry, spoiler alert, but um, it I mean, was. I wasn't gonna watch it anyway, but thank you for letting me know. Which I'm, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was a lot of fun. I don't regret it. Um, I just everything was. I met a lot of bakers. I've met a lot of bakers who had already followed me that I didn't originally follow that I made friends with and created those connections. Because I think that's very important is to know exactly who you're dealing with in the cake industry and have those connections like kind of like how we we connected and i can't even remember how far back we connected but it's cool because now we have that friendship and when was that don't ask that me i'm class. Yeah, I don't don't back now. look you about to have me just go like all on the messages right like, seriously who who? i don't even know who found who but I, honestly i don't even remember I don't but, know, we're going I, way think back. I think it's super important to uh to, you know just have strong ties in the community because like like we've all heard, this is an industry where we all kind of have to have each other, not have to have each other's backs, but it's good to have that support system because we all do the same thing and there's plenty of money to be made out there. There's no real competition. The only competition you have is yourself or a non-existent one, I like to say, because 
if you are saying over in competition, I don't see it like that. So yeah. either you have it with yourself or it's imaginary one. So um, yeah, so I think it's important well. to have that connection. So that was really cool was to, um, to make those And I feel like I should say congratulations because you did win the Food Network show. Was yeah. it on the Big Bait or was that the uh, other show? Yes. yes, and you won that, and you met Buddy Velasco. So I feel yes. like that was awesome in its own way. And he was telling you like really nice things. I remember just watching. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. it's so nice. Like, it was so cool because behind the scenes, um, there was a few things that will always stick with me. He did tell me so. Um, two of the things I remember the most is that uh, he said we, we were talking, and what was cool is that we she was more towards our table, so we were able to talk a lot more. Um, but he said uh, he's seen a younger version of himself um, in me, which was super cool, and. Oh. Um, and that he he said that even though he just met me, he was proud of what I was able to do. Like it was cool, and I was able to tell him that. Look, I the reason why I'm here today is because you've inspired me. He's like, I'm happy to see that. That's what led you here. You know, I'm happy. You know, it was just like a lot of conversation, and it was really really cool, and it was a very inspiring moment because it goes to show you that no matter what your profession is, it could be cakes, it could be painting, it could be you're gonna have your idols and people that you look up to, and there's no limit to what you can do. And it's, we've both experienced that with your accomplishments and, you know, with your cookbook. Like, that's one thing I've always wanted to do that I've never had the chance to do. Talk about me. Oh, my yeah. God. So it's just, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. So it's just, it's really, really inspiring. And it, just, and it only makes you want to continue to do more and, yeah. and more and elevate yourself and others around you. So I'm a big, um, that's my one of my big things that if I'm going to go up, I want to bring others around with me. Um, to make sure, you know, we all we all eat at the end of the day. So yeah, that's crazy. And you having that moment with Buddy, that I feel like that's a full circle moment for you. Oh yeah, it was. Like wow. I didn't even know how to process it. Like it was just more of like I was more in a state of shock. Like I don't know. Or just even looking back at, it, I, I still can't believe it. I mean, it's still a dream come true. I mean, I still couldn't either. I would. Yeah, like, that's somebody... something I'm gonna be able to take with me to the grave. Like it's. I won a food network competition. Like, it's just such a cool thing to be able to say. So I'm very, very, very grateful for that. Yes, and I'm very happy that you experienced that. Because that, like I said, I was watching it. And it was just like, if I couldn't have that moment, I'm glad it happened for you. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just like, yeah. oh my God, that is so happy. Like, yeah. amazing. Like, that's, I love it. Okay, well, that's the end of that topic that we just spoke about. So now we're going to go ahead and move on to our deep conversations. This is just an area that I like to um, have my guests give insight on any topic that we decide to talk about. Um, some of it is controversial, some of it is not. And today is not one of those moments, so don't be worried about that, y'all. And you might already know what the topic may be about, um, because we spoke about it earlier. But um, Max showed the topic, manifesting what you want. And I'm really excited to talk about this because I am a huge manifestation like uh support i love and I think what we can say is that for people watching if you don't already manifest what you want like you need to start because i am proof we are proof that there's yes, things sir. that we've said we were gonna do and we were able to do yes. you know and it works and it really once you put it out there it sounds crazy but once you put it out there and you speak it into existence like yes. it's it's like you get yourself mentally prepared for it and you're able to do whatever you set your own mind to. So yes. you guys got to start. Person, that's like, and for people that don't know what that is, would you care to explain what that means, manifestation, or, you know, for an average person who's like, what is that? Like, <laughs> I mean, generally just, I guess, speaking into existence, putting it out to the world that you, that like, for example, because um, it's going to happen, I'm going to have my own TV show. Um Woo! 
and I'm gonna be a guest. You just witnessed was like manifesting. Like it, I'm speaking it. It's gonna happen. I'm telling the world. I'm telling. I'm just putting it out there, and I'm strong about it. And I'm just a good jinx, I guess you can say. Yes. I agree with that, yeah. if, if I have the right understanding of manifestation, I feel like that's what it means to me. And that's yeah. what the thing I've gotten from it. Um, but yeah, so just speaking things into existence. And that was one of the things that I've been manifesting about is my own TV show. Um, and I know it's going to happen. And also my storefront, which yeah. I know is going to happen. Yes. Um, and maybe, maybe sooner than we think. Um, but yeah. At 10, too. I'm just... So, so, you know, just those are my two things right now that I'm really, really focusing on manifesting. Well, first, of course, the bakery, because I need, I want to have that space to be able to film a TV show. Yes. Uh, but those are the two things. I mean, because my other things and my other quote unquote goals was to be on a Food Network show, to win a competition, um, to be in a magazine. That was one of my bucket list items. And I've been able to do those already. So those are like the last two things. And I have to start thinking of more because I'm running out of <laughs> running out of goals, <laughs> which is, I, I guess. Listen, OK, and I want to piggyback <laughs> off what you said. Yes, that was the perfect explanation for manifestation. Um, for me, I feel like it could be on a universal level, like there's a universe, whatever you put out. It's going to come right back into you. There's right. karma. It's good karma, bad karma. You know, you do bad stuff, the bad stuff will come back to you. Right. You do great stuff, it will come back to you. That, that's how I live life. So it's like, what? and words have power. They have they an immense amount of power. So whatever you put out and say things, it's going to, you're speaking on it and it's going to come right. through. And Especially, that's one area I didn't speak on was the actually putting the good out there. But that, that's true, too. The good karma. I do believe in that as well. It's, even if it's the little things, sometimes the little things are the biggest things to other people. So, um, so even, even our time is so valuable. Just giving somebody the time to listen and do things like that. Like, it's the little things that make such a big difference to other people. So, yes. course, it's all about it, believing in it as well. Like, it yeah. already happened. Like, you know, and you could write it down to, I need to do better with that. But I'm more of just speaking. I'm like, it's already yeah. done. It's over. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Like, you guys don't I, even know yet, but the bakery's reopened. Like, they say things like that. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I like to correct people, too. And Max even corrected me earlier because I was having an issue with behind-the-scenes stuff. And he was just like, no, it's going to get fixed. I'm like, you're right. It is going to get fixed. It will get fixed. I will not be wondering. Like, I think it and just it loses the sense of worry when you just already confirm in your mind, in your universe, that it's, it's And I think it's a mental thing, too. Like, also mentally preparing yourself. So, like, like saying, up, like, if I'm saying oh, so manifesting, I'm going to get a brand new car. Like you're preparing yourself. So you're already preparing your mind. Like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to save up money. Like, it's just, it's already preparing you in the little things that are leading up to that thing because you're already convincing yourself that yeah. that's what you're going to do. So you were already preparing yourself. So that helps fuel the goal or the thing you're going to accomplish. Yes. You know? So I feel like it works also with the universe, but also helps you and your your soul and your mind of how to prepare for it. Right, and I agree. And like you said, with the car, I, that is a perfect example because that Jeep sitting outside, even though it's a mortgage right now, but you know, it's fine. I manifested <laughs> that. I was like, look, I'm going to get this Jeep. You know, it's going to happen. And then like you said, you do steps along the way. You know, I already know in my mind, my, I have a Jeep. Okay, it might not be there, but it's there and it's gonna get there. I just gotta go get it. Like the Jeep is already mine. Right. And it's funny we're talking about cars because I remember my mom can justify this is that when I went to Hawaii one year, um it was before my jealous, but go ahead. Yeah, it was before my eighteenth birthday. So I was like seventeen or sixteen at the time. Um it was just me, my dad, my mom, and my aunt. We just decided to go 
um, for spring break one time. And uh, we were at the swap because it's like we got all souvenirs and stuff like that. And um, it's one of our stops always that we go to. Um, I was like, you know what? I want a car. So how it worked out is we rented a car. One of the cars I didn't know I wanted in life. Um, I've never really paid attention to it. And once we rented the car, because no car rentals were available. And there was only one option. Of course, it was the most expensive option. So it was a Ranger Rover. And um, at that moment, I fell in love with the car. I just loved how it felt. I loved the the seating and I loved the spaciousness and I, I loved everything about it. And I told mom, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get one of these. She's like, oh, you're crazy. She's like, you're not going to get one of those. You need to think, you know, but not in a negative way, but she was like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. I never expected it. So um, I, we were, then we went to the swap meet and I was like, you know what? <laughs> What's going no, on? No, with oh my God. Okay. okay. So I went and I bought a thing that goes on the mirror, like, you know, little decorations. And I was like, I'm going to buy this for my car because I'm going to get a car for my 18th birthday. It's going to happen. And actually, no, for my 19th birthday. I was already 18. Um, I was like, I'm going to get a car for my 19th birthday. And my mom was like, you don't even have your license. And I was like, no, I'm going to get my license. And what happened? I got my license a week before my birthday. I passed my test on the first try. Not only that, I got my car a few days before my birthday. I, my my dad said, you're not getting a car. We're not going to go look at cars for you because he's the one who knows. Um, yeah. And I was getting it myself. So he's like, I'm not going to go help you look for a car until you get your uh, license. Yeah. So I got my license. And I was like, okay, let's go. We went to the Range Rover dealership. And that same night, I walked out with my first Range Rover. Now I've upgraded. I have a bigger one. Um, but I was able to do that all myself, just off, off of hard work, off of dedication, saving, and um, making the right decisions. And that's one thing I told myself was going to happen, and I made it happen. I spoke into existence. I was already buying things. I was preparing myself. Like, I bought myself a decoration for my car. I'm going to buy myself this car charger to make sure that I have it for my phone. And I just told myself it was going to happen, and here it is. It happened. And you believed it. That's the thing. And yeah. I did the same thing with my Jeep. I think the first thing I bought before I even had a, I was looking for a Jeep for, like, I want to say three months because I had a budget, and I was trying to find the white one that I needed. I bought a keychain and it literally was like a Jeep keychain. I'm like, this is where my car key is going on. Like, it's I'm the little things that just keep Right. So like you said, you have to do steps, not just believing it, not speaking it, but you need to do things and get yeah. things to be ready so you don't right. have to get ready. Okay. Right. So like, like I studied, I studied, I knew what kind of car I wanted. It was just a matter of getting my license. So I studied nonstop and I did what I had to do to prepare for that and it happened. So it, yeah. it, that's, it's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. For sure. You got to be in it. Okay. So if you got a car that you want, you better start test driving that car so you can feel it, the experience. Yeah. What is it like? Start you don't want to get a car yourself. you don't know what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Like, get right. in that car. If you want a house and you like a house, you better start looking at houses, apartments, condos, whatever it is. Be in the moment. Like, already start <laughs> thinking about it. I have a question for you. I have a question yes. for you. Are you like me? And this is going to be like one of those moments. I've already done it. <laughs> I... Go on Zillow or any realtor websites, and I look up houses, see what I like, pick and choose, get inspiration, and you be saving homes and looking at the kitchens and all that. That's me. I'm already preparing myself for a house. I'm looking I'll, constantly. I'll do you one better. I've actually booked the appointment and went in there and looked at the house, took pictures. I love going to open Okay, so I saw this house not too long ago. I know totally off subject, but I, and it had what made me want it was that it had two kitchens. I was like, a content kitchen. <laughs> main kitchen but it was only because the bottom was like a in-law studio yeah so it, but it was a full course kitchen it had stove yeah. it had a refrigerator it had a sink and i was like 
this is a content kitchen and I can have my main gourmet kitchen. Like it was like, but obviously I wasn't ready yet. I'm still not ready. I want to open my bakery first. Right. Um, but, but you're getting ready. No matter yeah, how long ready. it takes to get there, you still get yeah. ready. Like I've been doing this since I was a kid. How long have you been manifesting? Like, how does that, like, where did that come from? Did someone teach that to you or? That, honestly, I learned from social media. I did learn that from social media. A lot of people were speaking on it. And I follow a lot of those um, business pages, business inspiration, business or mindfulness, like um, um, things that are good for your mind, quotes, yeah. all those mindful stuff. So um, it, it was like probably right before I went on the TV show because we were manifesting that we were going to win the show. I was like, I'm going to, I'm already going to prepare what gonna, my caption is. I can't wait till I put Food Network winner in my bio. Like I was already yes, saying like, okay. so, so it was like right in 2019 2018 2019 i started doing yeah. that and it's been able to do a lot and I, everything he's just said right now i'm just like going so yeah my mom she's such a spiritual person that she believes in manifestation so she's who taught me how to do that and i've learned that since i was a young age and whatever i like what is that song from ariana i want it i got it this is yep. mine it's already yep. mine the first time it actually like pulled through that i actually like believed in it was i wanted this iphone like it was like years ago i was in high school and it, uh, my birthday was coming up and i'm like i'm getting this brand new iphone for my birthday and it was gold i think it was the first gold iphone they had I'm like i'm getting this phone so what i did was i bought a case for it i started watching unboxing videos on youtube like <laughs> i was just like this is what it's on gonna it. look like when i open this like I'm opening it with you. This is my phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know right, right. my phone. You know what I'm saying? And then right when I got, got back, when I tell you, I was getting ready. So I have that mindset of like, if this is what I want, no matter how, you know, trivialist or expensive it is, it's mine. It's already mine. It may and not I think be this we, I think we know as manifestors, we know what the boundaries are. Like, of course, I can just say, I'm going to get a Rolls Royce tomorrow. Like, obviously, that's not realistic. We oh, know yeah. the differences between realistic manifestation and things that are just, we're being delusional at this point. Yeah, well, can I'm going to marry Beyonce not, one day. Yeah. Like, we know the chances. There's always a chance, but they're not that high. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but I know, like, you can't, some people will be able, like, people make poke fun of it. Some people don't believe, and that's okay. People have the right to believe what they want to believe. Um, but they're like, okay, then I manifest a Rolls Royce by tomorrow. And it's like, no, we don't work like that. We are thinking things in a real, realistic manner. Yeah, you can, well, that's one of my dream cars. So that's the reason why I bring it up. So yeah, I don't have it now. I'm not going to get it tomorrow. I'm not going to get it in a year from now. Possibly I can get it from a year from now. Who knows? I might book a TV deal or something. But the thing is, you got to do it in a realistic manner that you know is going to work for you. You can't just always think about me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me. Right. Like we talked about earlier, is that also it goes with the good karma, doing things for others. If you are able to give back, do so. And, you know, it just yeah. comes with that because I feel like they're, like you said, they're, the universe is so big. And I feel like there are rewards for doing good and not saying that you should have that mentality like, okay, I'm going to go donate a thousand dollars right now to the nearest charity. Right. And tomorrow I want two thousand dollars back. Like it doesn't work like that. It's just yeah. you can't always be so willing to have to accept, accept, accept. You have to be. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. You, you have to be able to do something in for return. And thank you for being clear on that. I also want to be clear. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm a giving person by heart. Yeah. Like, I love to give. I've given you gifts. I've given a lot of people other gifts. I would have a conversation with someone. And if I just feel like just because, oh, here's a Starbucks gift card. Just because. Right, like, right. That's what I have. But I don't do that because I know it's going to come back. I'm right. just like, I just want to do that. But the result of me giving back, whether it's, 
me making you laugh or me making your day, I know that in somehow, some way, I'm going to get a return, but that's not like the main reason. So I, that's not the reason why you're doing it. You're not going why? in with expectations. So let's get that clear for our viewers. We're not saying give me, give me, give me. We're just saying that, you know, exactly what we just said. We're going to get what the hell we want. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we're good people on this earth. So, yeah. yeah. And I also want to piggyback um, when you said um, you're running out of goals, so you need to add more goals. Do you have a vision board? That's the only thing I haven't done. I need to get a vision board. I know you do it every year, don't you? Um, New Year's. I can it. go grab it right now. Yeah. Let me go grab do this it. thing. Right fucking now. I will pull this off of the wall. Why is this not coming off? Oh, there we go. Okay. Got it. So, yes, this is my vision board. I create one every year. And it's filled with so much stuff. Um, and I always accomplish it every year, like every year, majority, I would say. And then ne- the, when the new year comes, I just create a new one. So I just put, like, you know, if you're ever creating a vision board, I can just give you a few tips. You want to put, you know, your main focus, whoever it is. If it's a picture of yourself, put yourself there. Um, I was supposed to make a personal one, but I never got to do that. So I'm out. And I feel like it's okay to change things too. Like, if I make one in the beginning of the year, it's going to change. And I think people need to be prepared for that because sometimes you want to put more focus towards something else and sometimes you want to adjust your direction because you know we all have plenty of time so i always like to tell my sister too like there's no rush everyone has their own timings everybody everything's going to come naturally i'm a huge firm believer that things are going to happen for a reason and when they're going to happen it's all going to happen the way it's supposed to right so it's okay for you know if i create a vision board it's not also to get something that you get discouraged about so say i make a vision board and at the end of the year my goal was to buy a home if it doesn't happen then it's not something to get discouraged about. It just shows that maybe that I need to start focusing, uh, working a little bit harder to obtain that goal. Right. So it's more like a reflection, you know, and this is this this is something good to have because if you don't have no sense of direction, I mean, I'm overly prepared. Like I'm always thinking and like to be organized, but if you don't have a sense of direction, I feel like it's a lot harder to do things and get things done because you don't have that board, which I need to have. I'm over yes. here, hypocrite, I need to have. This is a um, so I think that's gonna be my next project is making a vision board. I'll probably do it this year for New Year's. It definitely builds focus. That's what I would say. Because if I, I look at this every day, just so I can be reminded of okay, this is what I want to do. As you can see, I don't know if you can tell that's Oprah right there. And yep. I put my face <laughs> love it. Looks good. Like, see, that's my face enjoying that. Uh, and it's gonna happen. Uh, it's gonna so happen. yeah, and it will happen. That's my mama. Hi, mama. How you doing? Yes, yes, yes. This Oprah too. Sometimes we forget what's on here. But yeah, um, you mentioned a couple of your goals. Um, we definitely need you to get a visible down so we can get some more goals. Because I feel like you can never have too many goals. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean that. I didn't mean that, like, for anybody watching, like, not in a cocky way, so I'm running out of goals. Like, that sounds kind of bad now that I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean it more like uh, there's been things that I've wanted to do and I've always had a goal for, like being in a magazine, being on TV shows that I've been able to accomplish. And right. it, um, I'm just happy that I was able to do that. So I'm super blessed and thankful that it happened. But now I start thinking more of the bigger things, things that's going to give me longevity, you know, assets, like things like investing in real estate, opening my bakery, purchasing a home. So now I've had my fun as a younger person in my career. I've had my fun doing all these fun things. But let me start thinking about things like business things like okay what can i invest in what projects can i come out with like one thing is like people keep asking for merch and i i have the designs it's just a matter of finding the correct person because i'm all about quality um finding the correct person i can trust in because these are big um purchases and also like for example the merch that i want the merch that i want to do 
it's going to be a big quantity. So I want to make sure I do the right research, especially because it's not going to be, you know, 100, 200 bucks. It's going to be thousands, maybe. It's because I want to get a big quantity. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that if I'm going to put this big lump sum of money to someone, I want to make sure I'm doing it to the right person and the quality is going to be uh, um, as much as I want it to be. So that's one thing that I'm, I'm just an overthinker. Sometimes that slows down some of my process where I'm thinking too much about, okay, what if this doesn't happen? What if this doesn't happen? What if this doesn't come out right? What if they scam me? Ask for receipts, make sure I have proposals, like things like that. I have, because I'm, I'm always thinking about what other thing can happen other than what I want to happen. And yeah. I want always like to be prepared. I'm a, I like to, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm like a control. When it comes to my business, I'm a control freak. I like to make sure I have control over everything because I just don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to. One thing I've learned to do in the beginning, I, I would do, I would get excited about something. Say, for example, something's coming out next week and I don't have the product in my hand just yet. And I'll post about it. I'll be like, hey, look, this is what I'm having. It's what I'm having. goes on sale next week. And then next week comes and something happens. They get lost in transit or the product doesn't look, it's not up to par how I thought it would be. And then now I have these unfulfilled promises. So I learned to not speak on things until they're ready to go because like YouTube channel, I was supposed to bring that back. And then things happened where I couldn't. And, you know, remember we've had that conversation where I bought a camera. You actually told me what camera to get where I got people excited saying, I'm coming back to YouTube. And then things change. And it's like, I got to stop telling myself, or I got to stop letting people know and having all these unfulfilled promises because they're not happening. And I just got to make sure I'm for sure before it does. So that's one thing I've had to learn is because I just yeah. get too excited. I'm always wanting to do something, but sometimes there's delays. Sometimes there's inconveniences that happen and overall life, life happens and things change. So um, until we are in that moment where it's going to happen, yeah, maybe I should hold off and not speak about it yet until I'm for sure. You know? Yeah, I totally, I totally understand. I can relate. I, I'm gonna say I'm used because I don't want to be that person anymore. But I was that person that would always be like, oh, put it out, and then I work on it later and be like, okay, did it, and then I don't get it done. So like YouTube, right. I have been trying to do YouTube for three years. I've done it, but it wasn't consistent, and then I just dropped off, and then the pandemic happened, and then I kept saying I'm gonna get back on it, and I'm not been on it, but. Luckily, we're on YouTube. So that's why I was like, let me just, you know, I think the way that I have to work, you know, you have to analyze yourself and create a process. And my process is I just have to do the work first and then announce it. I can't announce it because then there's no promise that it will get done. So so maybe that is a piece of advice. Maybe that helps. I don't know. But like, just get it done. And then once everything is 100% or your project in your hands where all you have to do is promote then I feel like it's a great time. I mean, it's okay. I guess it's different for everybody unless you're obviously familiar with like merchants, like stuff like that, almost says shit. Yes. <laughs> um, but if you're familiar with all that stuff um, that, you know, and you know what's going to happen and you're confident and then go for it, you know? But for people, my, that's great advice is that, like my sister, she's coming out with a clothing brand. Um, she's like, should I, start pro- um, should I start posting my business? I was like, no, because wait a little bit because from experience, if the quality you get them and they don't look good and you're not happy with it, you just said that your product's coming out next week and now you're not happy with it. So you got to go get it back into production, get somebody new to do it. And now people are like, whoa, I thought it was coming out this week. And then it's delays. And it's just, I'd rather you look good in the moment than to have to draw back, draw back, draw back, you know, because once you have that moment of announcing something, you're going to have the full moment. Once you have it and you delay, delay, the excitement's going to fall off a little bit. So you know, that's probably what advice I would offer to somebody is that if you're coming out with a project, 
even if it's like a YouTube series or it doesn't have to necessarily be a product, but until it's done, edited, ready to go, then get people excited. Because once you have that excitement, that's what you're going to profit off of because it's in that moment. If you yeah, talk about yeah. it tomorrow, you're going to get all these thousands of likes, but yeah. if you keep posting it, it's, the hype's going to die down. So that's just my look on it. I'm not you sure. You want to build that reputation where you right. uh, you get hopes up and then you don't promise. <gasps> a bird just hit the window. <laughs> I heard that one. I heard that one. What is going on today? I cannot. I they want to get into the heat because it's 102. Pro- look, I don't blame them, but don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> and they got to oh pay my- rent. <laughs> oh my God. And that's low key scared me because I started coming out just like, okay, I don't know what's going on today. Anyway, but yes. I manifest you won't do that again. Okay, move on. All right. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I can't remember what happened. I, <laughs> oh, my God. But um, I agree to everything you had just said. So that is a, uh, a key must. Um, you did mention a few goals that you want to have for your business, which is opening a storefront and doing a TV show. So I cannot wait for that. Um, me, uh recently I've had the idea to open a storefront as well. I just don't, I've always liked that idea. I just don't want to do it now. I just feel like now it's not the right time. But the city that I live in, in tech, uh, not Texas, in Houston, they're, they're building and it's like, okay, they're building a lot of things, including in and out It's open right now, but you know, so there's a lot of open spots and it's like, I've always looked at it like that would be a great spot for what I want to do, but I just don't want to be like that. So I'm just going to manifest that at the right time, hopefully, you know, I want that to happen. Ideally, I don't want it to be now, but if it has to be now, it, it, we'll see. But that, when it's supposed to happen. Yes. And um, I just want to be all up under Oprah. That's what I'm manifesting. Okay, we're going to manifest Oprah anything. Anything associated with Oprah, we're going to manifest. And she's going to be, become your friend, and she's going to become a main investor, and she's going to believe in you, and she's going to do all this. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Look it's it happen. Come on now. Yes. Yes. I like that investor part. Ma'am, can I give $5? I need my allowance. Have her cut that check. She'll do it. Thank you. I mean, she can have $5. Is, that's like, what, $100,000 to her? Anyway, but yes, I, I want that. And then one more. Let me look at my list. Let me see. Uh, 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 I guess be on like TV, the news, magazines, stuff like that. I'll see. And they'll have like a whole bunch of channels. And one of the channels that I have on here, I've actually got an opportunity and it's in the works. So we're hoping that it's, we're not hoping it's going to get that. It's going to get that. Right. And it actually has something to do with Oprah. Not Oprah, but the channel. There you go. Uh, Drum roll. Hoping. We're just hoping. Yes. Not, not hoping. Not hoping. It's going to happen. It's done. It's done. Yeah, it's done. He's correcting me. Yes, it's, it's done. See, this is what manifesting about. So you actually yeah. got to like live your life. If you keep staying hoping, don't hope. It's done. You just, right. you just don't know what's going to happen in between, but you just prepare yourself for that. So I feel like if you leave, I feel like if you leave reason for doubt, you're going to have doubt and you're not going to have. You just don't oh, give that will yourself. cancel everything. Doubt yeah. is negativity. Yeah, so, negativity. As long as you keep it positive, it's going to radiate that positivity. You know, if you don't leave any room for negativity. Right. And if people around you question your manifestation, just say F off. That's just, don't even listen to them. Don't even try right. them. Because they're, they're looking at it more of like, what is it, from a realism point of view or realistic point of view? Where they're like, oh, like, you know, they might be like more like, okay, this is how life works. And it doesn't work that way. That's fine. You could be there. And then when I grow and you're wondering why I'm growing, then you can leave me alone. And so, yeah. So don't 
tend to the negativity most. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And if you have people who support you, keep them closer for real. Very close. So, that's good. Oh my goodness. So I love that we spoke about that. I was like amazing. I'm very passionate with manifestation. So I really love that. So thank you for giving your insight on that. So now I want to move on to the next segment, which is our creative shout out, which I love for my guests to give a shout out to one person in the industry or anyone that they're watching that, you know, that they love. So who is the person you chose today? You know what? I'm going to be 100% honest, unbiased. I have to give it to you. Only because, only because, I mean, look, I'm, you are- the first time? Hold on. I gotta get ready. Oh my God. Let me, oh my God. Let me, go ahead. Oh my God. That's the first time. That's cool. Honestly, only because like I, one thing is that you're so social media savvy. You're, you're always on top of it, constantly keeping up to date with your content. And I, I tend to see myself not that I'm comparing, but I am not doing as much as I could. So I just find that as a big inspiration because you're always on top of it. You're keeping up with the trend. Something comes out, you're already on top. Like you literally have a cookie waiting. If a, a new collaboration comes out, you already have a cookie waiting and you're on it, you know? So you just, you're always on top of it. And I respect that. And I just think that that's something that, you know, it takes a lot of dedication to have. Not saying that anyone lacks any dedication, but more so you just... You know, you got it all under control. You know exactly what you want. You're doing exactly what you want to do. And you are, you're, you're killing it. So, and that's all honesty. When I was overlooking your email last night, I was like, you know, there's nobody that, I mean, there's plenty of people who stand out. I mean, there's plenty of people I can shout out. But at the end of the day, look, I'm on your podcast. I'm, you're the, you reached out to me. I agreed to be on. And I mean, you're just, you're really doing it. So I only know what's going to get bigger from here. And um, to call you a friend is amazing because I know that when you are working for Oprah and you're doing all these amazing things, uh, I'm going to know that I was, we, we, we were there in the process. Like I knew you had those dreams and you were able to accomplish that. So I get, got to witness it in the flesh. So whatever happens, you always know I'm going to be happy for you. And that's why I'm doing this today because I want to support every venture you, um, you set your mind to. So yeah, and that's all honesty, unbiased, just being one hundred percent honest. I like this. <laughs> oh my God. I did not. I was not expecting that. I did not tell him to say that. I did not. I, and this is all you guys watching. This is all real. Um, this is not planned ahead of time, other than the topics we talked about. But I wanted to. Keep, I didn't want to tell him ahead of time that I was gonna give it to him, but only because, like, for real, like we're we're all watching this now. Uh, or you guys are watching it now. My and heart is beating fast, y'all. Oh my just, God, I was not expecting We've this. seen, I think at the time that me and you started following each other, I think it was still when we were like, not anywhere where we're at now, but we kind of just, we messaged when we had new opportunities. Like, hey, yes. look at what I'm doing. You messaged me, hey, I give you my feedback. You give me your feedback. So it's like, we've been like supporting each other for so long that now that I, we see each other doing these things. So like, it's really like, I'm proud of all the things you're able to do, like your cookbook. And that's the reason why it's sitting right there. So, you know, it's just, it's a, that's a big circle moment when you see your friends succeeding because it's just, you are, you got to witness it, right? Front row. And the best thing you could do for your friends, people watching is that if you see them doing something, even if it's just buying a product, anything that they do, supporting it goes such a long way. And that's, those are the people that I value so much in my life are the people who have supported even if it's a little thing even if it's simple as reposting a pop-up i'm having or reposting something i made like that just goes so far because the more people that the wider audience you get that's only more opportunity so i just think that's so important 
my God. That was just, wow. I, <laughs> and all this is not scripted. Like, I'm just, I just want to be 100% real because that's what this, I feel like this is about is just getting to know each other and um, saying how we feel in, in our industry, in our community and everybody watching who are bakers, you know, just having that support for one another is such a big deal. My heart is beating and he's trying to get me to cry right now. I'm, it's not going to work, but I just, oh my God, that was so nice. That was not the intention, but you that know, these so are all nice. real feelings, so. Oh my God, that has never happened before. That is like, oh my God, well, it's about me today. No, I'm just like, yep. Oh my God. We're on, we're on your show today, so it is all about you. So. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support from you and many other people, but especially you. Like you said, we have conversation. Um, we definitely, like, um, you know, been on a call. I mean, you've always included me in things. I remember you had an event and you invited me to be part of the event. We ain't gonna go back no other time. But yeah, that I just, oh my God, I was not expecting that. I'm over here like, okay, who is it? Like, you know, put it. You know, there are a lot of other people too, because there's just we ain't gotta give them no time to find But you're the one who stood out most of Yes. Oh my god. Well, thank you so we much. We should have I, a we should have an awards. Like we talk about we'll give awards. Don't give me no award, because if you give me an award, I'm gonna be on stage crying. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, wow, best baker. That was freaking amazing. I'll be holding up like here. Look, what's your speech? I'll pass it to you. Give your speech. Thank you so much, brother. That's literally how I would like to thank everybody for this opportunity. I want to thank three people who made me be here. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I can't thank them. I cannot thank them enough. Me, myself, and I, bitch. 100%. Because nobody has you like yourself. Nobody has you like yourself. And then I'll be like, Pink Friday drops tomorrow, guys. <laughs> Pink Friday stores tomorrow, guys. <laughs> Do the little wink. <laughs> it's, I think it's funny because we know exactly what video we're talking about. Like, we just have that connection. I would do some stuff like that. That is so amazing. But yes, thank you so much for that. I, sure. That was, wow. That was totally unexpected. Wow. So I am honored. I am just honored that you give me that shout out. I appreciate it. And um, yes, I love how our bond has been over the last few years. I do not have any idea how we met. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I followed you first. You, followed and you know first. what the crazy part is? Is that we have this connection, but yet we've never met in person. We've never met. Never. never. But it's going to happen. I'm manifesting that this oh, year. Yeah. It will happen. Um, I thought it was going to be like a grand opening of some sort, but I feel like Disneyland might be a great time. I've never been to Disneyland, and you always in Disneyland. Look, so, always in. Yeah, you might have to give me a tour of Disneyland. I don't know. It's going to happen. more cake shows and things like I went to Cookie Con. I only went to one cake show which was, or baking, you know, sweets show, which yeah. was fun in LA. But I've noticed ever since COVID, there's been like a little bit of a um, slope of nothing, no major events or anything. So I'm hoping that some sort of pick back up because in the beginning, I will say, you know, into conversation that my anxiety has played a huge role in my willingness to go out and do things because I'm very comfortable on camera and everything, but meeting in person, I just had a little bit of social anxiety. So right when I decided to start doing that, then the pandemic happened and, you know, now that I'm more comfortable and I've had more experiences with being social and things like that, now I feel like I'm better to go out and do these things. So I'm trying to get myself to go to a cake show. I'm dying to go to the Brown Sugar Cake Retreat. Like that's one of my things I want to go to. 
Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter of finding the time because you know time is you can relate. It's so busy. Everything is nonstop busy. Book, book, change. Book, 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 I'm I'm gonna need one of those. (laughs) But but no. So those are all the things I want to go to, and I have to get myself to go to. It's just a matter of finding the time to do that and actually planning it out because I'm dying to go. So like I really really want to go because like I said we were we were talking about the community and all these cake people, and I want to get to introduce myself and meet everyone that we are mutual followers and to get to know one another because i think that's important because yeah. that's how we, that's exactly our connection that we met we talked and now look at so yeah, definitely could meet and we definitely need to meet i have a lot of friends on instagram or social media that i'm like i have this bond as deep as we have and i have not met them i'm like it's so crazy like we can just build a lot of connections as deep as we have on yes. the internet it's crazy so it's like you know but i'm grateful for our connection and our friendship right. because yeah and i need to figure out after we log off i need to figure out how we met because that is just <laughs> that's bugging me it's gonna be I'm like, digging I need, like i'm gonna be scrolling to the top of the dm like i had to do that with another friend and it took me like three hours because and i was determined i was like because i think we had a debate that he uh that i followed him but i was like no you followed me first like that i didn't you can go i think instagram has an option now to see Somebody just told me you can see who your first follower was and it goes like an order. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. I forgot you can do that. But I don't know who followed who first. Like, you know, oh, like, right, you know right, right. but it don't matter with us because I really have no idea. But I know with my other friend, I'm like, no, I know for a fact you follow like huh, there's no way. But um, <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy. Oh my god, well, thank you so much for that shout out. I I am honored. So Max is the first one to do it, and now nobody can do it again. Now I'm just fine. I mean, you want to, that's Don't see my ideas out there. <laughs> okay. For sure. Okay. That was like, man, I had clean nuts. I don't know where it went. Anyway, moving on to our final topic of our interview is, you know, the last question that I like to ask everyone that is joining is, um, what is a piece of advice that you have that you would like to give to someone in our community? You know what? I think bottom line, I think one thing people need to have is patience because um, even it doesn't matter if it's cakes, products, um, any type of service or business that you're planning to have, things take time. They take dedication. They take um, just time. And I think that everything that we've been able to do, like me, it, it's been 13 years in the making. Like yeah. it took me 13 minutes, 13 years till now. And then we're on this podcast. So like, I think everything has its right timing. Don't compare yourself to other people who I can easily compare myself to another 21 year old who's doing bigger things than me. And it's easy to do that, but also you can get to that level. You just have to believe in yourself. You have to give it dedication and you just have to be patient because no one is on the same clock. Like everyone, it might happen for me today and it might not happen for me tomorrow, but it can happen. You just got to be persistent. You got to manifest it and you got to, you know, just be patient because that's one thing that I had to learn was that patience is key. Like there's a lot of things that I thought would have had been done by now. Like when I went solo, I thought I would have had bakery by now. And I, my goal was to open a bakery by last year, um, by last July. And it didn't happen, but you know what? I'm not going to rush into something like that because I want it to be right. I want it to be on, on, on right timing. I'm not a very, very, very religious person, but I do believe it's on God's timing. Like everything, there's a plan out there. And uh, it's just going to happen when it happens. So just believe in yourself and give yourself time because, and dedication. Because like, if you say, oh, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to work on anything for the next two months because I know it's going to happen. That's a different story. But as long as you give that dedication, you keep constant practicing. Like in my career, since I started, 
um, I, whenever I had downtime, I was always practicing. Instead of going outside with my friends, instead of going out, I was just so focused on perfecting new crafts, perfecting new, because the more I know, the more I'll be able to do. And that's, that's how I was able to get to where I am today, was just all that hard work, dedication. Because I can say that in my high school years, I don't regret it, but I didn't have much of a social life outside of school. I had my friends, but I didn't go to parties. I didn't, that wasn't my scene. I came home, went to work, did what I had to do. As soon as I was able to get a work permit, I went straight to work at a bakery, um, worked for five years and then went solo and that's where we're at now. So everything I've done was just based purely on dedication, patience and trusting the process because that's all you have to do is trust the process. As long as you're giving it your all, it's gonna take you exactly where you need to go yes so my, I agree. that's my advice yeah so basically to summarize he said wait damn it okay wait <laughs> wait <laughs> wait yes yeah, so be patient patient persistence and um what's another p word let me get three p's patience persistence and there you go patient persistence patience I'm already tongue-tied. Is it patience? It. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. What is it? Okay. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's what I would say. Patience, persistence, and passion. The three Ps. Yes. Put okay. that on a shirt. Another idea. Boom. Ready to go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I totally agree with everything. That is so nice. So, yes. Thank you so much for taking your time. Of course. To me. Um, I had a wonderful time, especially, yes, you know, the creative shout out. You know, I mean, we know why. I just didn't expect that. I can't wait. I'm going to edit the hell out of that part. I'm going to put it. Okay. Anyway. I do, okay. One thing I can say, I, I, talk, I do talk too much. Once you get me going, I just go, go, go full force because I like to say exactly what's on my mind. I'm always big on keeping things 100% real. So that's why I just say so much is because I'm just saying everything that comes to mind. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this oh, might be a long video, guys. Sorry if you stayed this long, but. No. But look, I like. The I want you to be yourself, and that's what you did. You was authentic, unapologetically. So it's all good. I ain't joking. Look, you could watch the whole episode, and you could check breaks. Okay, that's fine. If you guys made it this far, we applaud you. <laughs> you made it this far, subscribe. How about that? Right, right. Okay. at this point, if you're not subscribed, what are you even doing? <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, thank you so much, Max, for taking the time. Um, how can more people find out about you? Or where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's just Max's Cake, exactly how it sounds. M-A-X-S-C-A-K-E-S. Um, if you just go to your following, you can just type in Max and it'll pop up. I'm 100% sure. Um, and then um, TikTok, I'm on there. But on TikTok, I have two S's, not just one, because my first account, you're going to see another one, Max's Cakes, got logged out of there. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get it back. I don't know what happened. So I tried emailing, doing whatever I could to get back to it, but it just didn't happen. So I made a new account um, and I'm trying to be more con- consistent on that one. Um, but, you know, TikTok, I'm so on Instagram that TikTok has been a little bit harder because it's a lot more editing and a lot more, you know, more intricate. So, um, so TikTok. And I was going to ask, like, do you have any upcoming projects that you want to see? <laughs> I know you um, one, but like. So any- my main, 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 main project is opening up the bakery. I do have some development in that. That I can't speak too much on, but you guys, if you follow me, you probably will see a little bit more of the process in the coming months. Hoping, fingers crossed, but not hoping it'll happen. It's happening. Um, yeah, it's happening. So I just, um, you know, I offered to buy a company out, um, and we'll see what happens. Oh, 
Oh, wait. Well, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm excited for the storefront. I want to see everything. I like, I remember seeing like a few of your product ideas. I think like you was making like products inspired by musicians or singers and stuff like that. Right. I don't know if that was a thing, but that was just like a, um, a, um, like a pop up thing, I think. Oh, okay. I, I know. So those are my flavors. So I have a cupcake flavors. So my my flavors, since I'm from the Bay Area, I'm very strong on Bay Area culture, yes. like hip hop and everything. So those are all my actual signature flavors. So like I have the Mac, Mac Dre. That's the chocolate cupcake with the caramel macadamia nut filling. Then I have Funfetti Function, Function as an E40, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I have um, the Jacka Chip, which is the Jacka. He's a rock. Uh, he was a rapper um, here in the Bay Area. So I like to incorporate heavily where I'm from because I feel like that that's what keeps it authentic that's just going to show that I grew up in the Bay Area and I have this respect for all the art forms in the Bay Area so I just want to incorporate that because I feel like it pays homage to those um, individuals and what they their influence on Bay Area culture. I love it. Uh, that where you're from? Yeah I'm from born and raised in Hayward California the heart of the Bay Area. It makes sense that makes sense because he's very passionate. I was born in Houston but Anyway, um, thank you all for watching this episode. Thank you, Max, for joining. And um, if you want to tune in to any other episodes, be sure to watch the previous episodes before this one. And there are a couple of more episodes coming after this one for the rest of the season. So be sure to look into that. And I'm really excited. And um, make sure you like and subscribe, okay? It's a few more videos. If you want season two to happen, you got to subscribe, okay? So you can persuade me to do more work. More of this work, okay? All right, let's move on. <laughs> so... We'll go ahead and wrap it all up. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys on the next episode. And uh, I'll see y'all. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>